Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. The holidays are almost here, and it's time to start shopping. But I'm a busy guy. There's a lot on my plate. I don't have time to walk aimlessly through a mall until I find something that's just okay. I don't want okay. I'm looking for awesome. That's why this year I'm conquering the holidays with eBay. The toy selection on eBay is so huge, I'm already on track to find the perfect presents for all the nieces and nephews too. Check out ebay.com and you'll always find an unmatched selection at a price you'll love. Big boy Big neighborhood, boy. beautiful day in the neighborhood, yes, man. Our friend, our neighbor, Nick Cannon, is Nick? in the Woo. neighborhood. Welcome back to the neighborhood, Nick. Uh-huh. What up? What's yeah. going on with you, man? Man, ain't too much. Nick, how much working are you going <laughs> to continue to do, bro? Man, I got to keep cooking while the pot is hot. That's what yeah, they say. keep gonna... cooking while the pot is hot. Yeah. Are you ever going to eat the stuff that you make <laughs> like, and enjoy it? It's for know? others. I cook up for others. Yeah, you do, man. Yeah, yeah you do. We got to talk about the mass Singer. Now, yeah. you came into the neighborhood and you told us about that a while ago. Mm-hmm. I did. And I did. now we are in season. We are seeing the phenomenon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I told you it was going to happen. Hey, dude, you know what it is, too? We've seen so many competitions shows Mm -hmm. and then you start to think how does one do it different yep and this one you guys did it very different i appreciate you and i want to know who's (laughs) under some of these costumes (laughs) that's what everybody want to know dude it's so funny to watch the like twitter thread as well for people's reactions like i need to know or like some of the funniest things like you'll read i'll just sit there and crack people are walking up to me in the middle street old ladies and stuff like (laughs) who's the big the way that that's done though are you guys tracking the performances first so they don't have to sing through the uh nah, that, they're all, singing through those costumes yeah oh, and if goodness. you if you pay attention even like on last week's episode some of them sounded a little muffled yeah. or the, like and then their next performance won't sound like that because they're like really trying to adjust to singing with a big giant mask on their head. dude that's how crazy. do you tell these celebrities or these famous people to get into. Man, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm one of the producers on the show, but I stayed out of that because I wanted to actually be surprised and uh, not. Right, so, right, right. So I made the choice not. Do you to know. know who's under a lot of? Or, yeah, you got to. Because. Nah, I didn't. I told him to keep. I could, I had the option to to find out, and I was like, no, I want to be just like everyone else. I want to uh, discover with the audience and. So, but that made it, I don't have to, like, call friends and be like, hey, you want to be a peacock? Yeah. Like, right, it's yeah. like, so I'm, I'm glad I get to stay out of that process. Is That's there funny. anyone in there that we're going to be like, damn. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because oh even gosh. even Tommy Chong, I was like, Chong. Right, I was yeah. so he like, surprised by that. He's like 85 years yeah. old. Like, but a good 85 yeah. doing that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he's smoking that good. Yeah. But no, it's it's uh, pretty impressive because everyone is like a real celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. I mean, no offense to anybody else or any other shows, but this is like, yo, they went and got A-list talent and like, they to don't be have in a damn costume. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they signed up for it, That's but so it's the number one show, so we'll take it. Hell yeah. Damn, really? Congratulations to you, man. Appreciate it. It's crazy to walk away from something and walk into something. There it is. It's a, it make it look like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I remember like I told do. my wife when you landed this and now that we watch it as a family, my kids, my kids, they already know even with episode one and two, we already know. Right. They keep watching the same episode over <laughs> to where I'm like, baby, like, it's not going it, to change. It's something uh, phenomenal, especially for young kids to see, like, costumes. There's, there's mm-hmm. this, like, Disneyland character type of thing where people, like, they, they get happy right. just watching the show because it's these elaborate costumes, it's good music, and it's for the family, like you said. Now, I, and, and I know you've been getting hit about this, too, Nick. All right. Your hair. <laughs> no, they was killing me. Luckily, it's not like that no more. I cut right, it you off. You cut it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I cut that. it down a lot. I knew, I knew something was gonna happen. I was actually, we were filming our movie. Oh, so you was between. So I, yeah, this so job, I couldn't job, have like job. gangster corn rolls and a suit on the mass Singer. Right. So I was just like, and then you know the turban thing, which this this week I got on the turban, so it'll be fine. Right. But uh, I had to let them know, like, yo, my hair is still my hair, so I just let it all out natural, black power. Go yeah. ahead, hello. <laughs> <laughs> right there in prime time yeah, yeah. and number one. Uh-huh. Yeah. How do you grab the, the judges that's on there? 
Uh, I mean, I had a relationship with all of them, obviously, but, you know, myself. And- I don't want to hear all that. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> on the show. I'm not talking about you and Nicole Scherzinger. Uh, there you go. That's, my, that's my good friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Veronica Alexander is my good friend. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, but go ahead. No, but obviously we knew everyone, and, you know, they're all A-list talent as well. Yeah. So we went and, and said, actually, the coolest thing, like Ken Jeong, mm-hmm. who's, you know, actually so a, a doctor, a comedian, mm-hmm. does so many movies, all that stuff. His mother's favorite show in Korea was is, is the mass singer. So crazy. she was like, You're finally famous. Like, yeah, she didn't, know, she didn't know none of the other stuff that he did. Now she knows his work. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So she's super excited. So it's just stuff like that. Everybody had their own little connection because obviously the show was already a global hit. Did you think it was gonna work here though? Like how fickle we are as viewers and I knew there was nothing like it on television and I knew if it was working elsewhere as big as it was to bring it here, like all we had to do is put our spin on it and not mess it up. But you know what? You do see certain things internationally. Like, you'll see things that work in Korea, things that work in Asia. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah. it's like, oh, it's very colorful. Oh, they do the costumes. And, yeah. But, it, like, here it's like, ah, but but it's working. We're a little bougie. Yeah, so yeah, when we yeah, see we other people do silly stuff or stuff that we, you know, we invil- invented television. So mm-hmm. to to see someone else try to take it, we're we going to turn our nose up at it. But if it's a great idea, it's going to tap in. So All that's right. exactly what we did. How did you get your baby to be so smart? Oh, man. That video. That dude is a genius. Okay, talk to me. Is it on Instagram? It's on Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) And he's holding up like cute, like cards. And it'll say like rabbit or bear. Polar bear. Polar bear. Gravity. Like... Straight Damn. up is like reading the words and How and, and well, like playing with other stuff like yeah, not even like paying attention. Like this ain't nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, I do yeah. this in my yes. sleep. He speaks Mandarin too. Damn. Wow. How old is he? Uh, he'll be two in the end of February. And he reading That's like awesome. that. Yeah, man. He man. plays piano. It's you like, need to put that baby next good. to Louis. He's a, <laughs> Help him out. He's an indigo baby. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm a Virgo myself. <laughs> what does an indigo baby mean? You don't know. You never heard of indigo. No, baby? I haven't. Indigo children. They're, they're children who, who spirits who have been in this universe before. on this realm before, mm-hmm. and okay. so you can see like they have. He's not like, like wearing little suits and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> got no <laughs> I'm going to work. Give my coffee, bitch. But, no, you, you, <laughs> but you see them indigo babies. They're like he was always like a little man. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. from it, the beginning. That's exactly what it is. Like I'm gonna show you a video, big. Where it's, it's actually. My daughter is actually like kind of doing the cards with him and all that stuff. And it's crazy how you go in and he just. And those aren't in like an order that nah, he's re- he just, remembers? Yeah, just regular. Like you can put any card in front of him out of all of the. Did you guys start noticing that he was just a little bit like more advanced or. Yeah, early on, you could just tell like he picked up on everything. Like just even physically, he started walking. Mm-hmm. Like he started like. He has one of those little scooters, and he just never been on a scooter before, and was like one foot down the hill. <laughs> like, like yo, how? This. Like, like this is. So you see oh it though? Gosh. Yeah, yeah. He just That's does awesome. things that like normal. I've had other like my other kids are exceptional too. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. That you age. better give it for rock and roll. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm to say something. But this little dude is way more advanced. So to see a kid at like one doing stuff that like five year olds mm-hmm. can't do is is out of here. Now, are you managing him too? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're getting that bad. Would you have more kids, Nick? I want to. Really? I really do. I mean, five was always my number. So right. Okay. How many do you have now? You have three? Three. Okay. You need two oh, more. Yeah, yeah. Make it just some that, twins in there. Yeah, and then I'll Another set of twins in your room. What you doing later? Oh, yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Like, what time? Let's go. Yeah, but but how do you select like who the mother will be? Man, I don't, I, I don't think about it like that because I'm okay. not planning to have children. But it's like usually somebody I'm super close with, and you know I'm comfortable enough to be like, yo, she'd be a, an amazing mother. What so. kind of dad is Nick Cannon? Uh, I'm stern but fun. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like I think I gotta, be, especially with rock and roll. I've always kind of. How been, old are they now? They're seven. Oh wow! So yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. So is that like a fun age now? It's oh they they know everything yeah like I just sit back and watch them move they got YouTube channels now oh they do teaching, yeah they teaching me how to do stuff what online. are they doing on YouTube uh it's like I don't want to give it away because they're doing but it's, you ever seen like the TikToks and the yeah music? yeah yeah they're doing that with like a lot of other kids but then they're also I mean their personalities are so crazy so like a lot of that stuff has been going you viral. think they'll get in the business. Uh, they probably already. Like, I mean, yeah, the I mean, yeah. They they work with their mom. They on tour. They got little songs that they perform in the Christmas show. Genetics, so, man. Yeah, they doing voiceovers in a lot of the animated projects. Taking all we the jobs. Huh? I mean, come on, the cannons. Damn, we out here. Right, yeah, <laughs> the cannons. Right, yeah. How many jobs do you think you have right now? With what's on TV? What's in the uh, world? 
Man, I, I see it all as one job, but right. I mean, if we talking about checks, yeah, yeah, from yeah. different areas, yeah. I mean, it's it's probably a couple dozen. I mean, when you think about it, I'm a producer, too. So there's like, you know, I produce about six or seven TV shows and content and then, you know, podcasts. All, all that's good stuff. This dude said a couple dozen. A couple Gosh. dozen, bro. Like, tw- what? like north of 20. I'm, Damn, I'm pulling, pulling in, you know. Different checks. Yeah. But I, I got to. I got that's kids good. to feed. Good for you. That's true. <laughs> Nick, you look you so disgusted. Have, you only have three kids. Yeah, you're like you have you know a whole football team already. You got six kids. You get two checks. <laughs> two big checks. That you know what I'm saying? Though. But damn, Nick, do you ever think like, man, you keep, and, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but do you ever feel like you're keeping the black man from eating? <laughs> nah, I'm no. keeping the white man from eating. <laughs> I'm not taking the black man's job. You're I'm taking the white man's job. Man, are you coming back for another season of Wild and Out? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, we're doing it in a in a big way too, because Uh-oh. obviously, you know, we we hit our two hundred mark a couple seasons ago. So I'm aiming for three. So we're gonna go all the way to three hundred episodes. Did you and Kanye talk about him coming back? We did. To Wild and out. Yeah, but I mean, we don't know if that's that conversation. Yeah, we had we had it. Wind. Last time I was here, we talked about it. So yeah. I mean, but I haven't talked to him since the last time I was here. Oh, okay, so y'all haven't built on it. Yeah, you, nah, you nah. He said he's coming, but he's not on like episode three. Yeah, nah, <laughs> nah. We gonna get there though. But this this next run of Wild and Out, I'm stepping it up a little bit. So and like, how was that? Just um, because you know the tour has been taking off right. in a huge way, so we implementing that, and then um, I'm probably I'm probably gonna end up doing my final season of Wild and Out in <sighs> Vegas. Why? Damn. Why in Vegas? Uh, cause that's where it belongs. I end up doing a residency. Yeah. You can go see Wild and Out Weekly. That's we already dope. have the sports bars and a comedy club, so I will have our Vegas location opened okay. up there, and we'll do the show there. And people can go get the whole experience. I'm trying to build Disneyland. Like, eh, there you go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> There's never been uh any other television show to create a brick and mortar place where you can visit other than mm-hmm. like Disneyland or something like that. So we're the first franchisable hip hop uh sports bar out there and then it's already attached to something that you've known for decades so yeah, when, you when you first had the idea for well enough did you did you envision that already from the jump not as big as it is but i always knew i wanted to i wanted to provide opportunities for my mm-hmm. friends and i wanted to create a brand that was like a fixture in hip-hop like def jam and all of that yeah. so i remember got- telling you it wasn't gonna work did you? <laughs> oh my gosh. i was like wait hold what on what is doing? this i was like wilding out now right. big right from it. the beginning you was on what season two Probably you never brought me back either. <laughs> we I mean, you how took many it out of LA. Now? He's gonna take you to Vegas. Uh, yeah, I can't get on a plane. I thir- forgot about that. Thirteen, <laughs> thirteen seasons. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yep. Yep. And then we bought. You know, I think I said like I'm gonna take it to about three hundred. I'm gonna gracefully. Hey man, out. you have had so many people on there too. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Yeah. Early on, yeah, early on, and I love how people continue to go back. Yeah, that's you what know? it is. I mean, it shows it's, it's camaraderie. It's the idea of like, yo, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we all still squad. Could could that be the longest running MTV show, like consecutively? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely the longest uh, hip hop show ever. Well, I think Rap City, if you count the way they're different, they like that, the dailies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but right. this is like the longest weekly show, and it's the longest um, to actually have. If we get there, I mean, once we get there, once yeah. we get over 300 episodes, there's ne- never been, that hasn't been. Do you there. sit down and watch Wild and Out? Do you watch yourself on TV? Nah, you know, but like when you're in a studio, like especially MTV, they'll run it on a loop. Right. So we'll just have it on. So I'll stop and see, but I don't ever like sit sit down and tune in because by the time I'm in the edit and I've seen each show 10 times before the public has even seen it, I don't want to see it no more. Hey, Nick, you're about one of the most serious, unserious. <laughs> <laughs> 
guy <laughs> that we know. Like, there are so many layers to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember Cam, West Coast Cam, we, we spoke about this, where he was like, man, Nick is like one of the most woke brothers yeah. that people don't understand how woke you are. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we'll see you on Wild and Out, and you know how to turn a joke on yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? But even, even to walk away from $25 million with America's Got Talent, yeah. because you didn't feel like it was something that... That you wanted to do, yeah. it, it didn't feel right to you. Principles, man. You know what I mean. I, I truly believe in my character, and then especially if I'm going to be an example in my community, I can't just be dancing around for a check. You know what I mean. Like I love to have a good time. Yeah. I don't do anything unless I'm. I've been blessed enough to be in a position where I I can go to work when I want to yeah, go to pick work. Pick and choose. So I don't do anything unless I'm enjoying it and I'm around good people. So when something like that goes sideways, I got to step away. And you know what? And, and I know I can Google it, but I got to ask you right here. What, what happened with, with America's Got Talent again? So pretty much I was doing stand-up. I got you. I and uh, I, I, I did a joke uh, where I said NBC stands for nigga, be careful. Yeah. And they didn't like. <laughs> they was like. Does, we the don't want you saying that. <laughs> yeah. Don't put that it out I, in the world. That yeah. I associated uh, NBC with that word and all of that craziness. And uh, they asked me to start. They At first they asked me to take all of the, all of it out when it was like airing the next day. And I was like, well, that's impossible. I'm, I would never do right, that. Be realistic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would never do that. And then they they threatened to fire me. I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't negotiate with terrorists. Keep your yeah. job. And I wrote, I was like, you can't fire me. I quit. When that's you saw everything dope. going down with Kevin Hart, did it take you back to your own experience? Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. That's the thing. Like, me and my guy just, you know, everybody knows that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. So when he, again, that's why I love the way he gracefully bowed yeah. out. It wasn't, you know, he was like, look. First and foremost, so everybody's not distracted. I'm going to step away and yeah. say no thank you because mm-hmm. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then he still apologized after he stepped away. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, people don't understand how boss that is. He was like, I don't want to offend anybody. That wasn't my thing. I've apologized several times Before. already. But you're not going to say you better apologize or you're going to lose your job. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, keep your damn job. I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. and I still apologize. Do you feel now with comedians like back in the days, comedy was a safe zone? Yeah, where you know what I'm saying it was it was a fly, it was free fly zone. Yeah. Do you feel now everybody is into, and not even just in comedy, like yeah, we're soft. all into People gotchas are right now. Yeah, yeah, we the most, yeah, whatever. But we the most like everybody's scared. That. Except that's why I say whatever the hell. As y'all know, y'all yeah. got me in trouble mm-hmm. many times. You but, got yourself in trouble, <laughs> homie. Yeah. But I just speak my <laughs> mind because I'm. Cut from the cloth of the George Carlin's, the Richard Pryor's, the Dick Gregory's to just comedy is supposed to bring healing. And you take something painful, add timing to it. And then that's how you get over issues to where we can self-reflect and say, this is who we are as a society and as a people. But everybody gets too scared to talk about the real issues. So if you go back Mm -hmm. to like what South Africa did doing their stuff with apartheid, it was called truth and reconciliation. They had to speak the truth and say, yes, we did some very hurtful and hateful things before we can get over and reconcile. That's what needs to happen in America. Everybody's still scared to admit that there's racism, that there's sexism, that people treat others differently because they're who they are. Like, nah, we're great. We're so, this is Trump's world. But then ultimately we if we never admit our wrongs, we'll never get past it and get that reconciliation. So instead of being scared, everyone needs to come through and say, Yep, yeah, we fucked up. We're bad. Now let's get over it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what let's we do on Wildin' Out. That's what we, that's the dope thing about Wildin' Out. I say Wildin' Out is the most progressive show on television because we don't pull no punches. We say we we make fun of anybody from the LGBTQ community, but we have them on the show as well. Right. So when there's a transgendered individual battling you, mm-hmm. then we, you can say whatever, but because there's no hate involved. We're right. saying, yo, we're in close enough proximity that we all squad, we all fam, so we can make fun of each other. We can make Asian jokes. We can make fat jokes. We can make poor jokes. Like, all of those things because everybody's right there and everybody gets to take a shot. Everybody's taking shots at me, whoever the guest is, and there's no other place on television where you can do that with such a diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Mask Singer episodes yeah. are going down right now. You got yourself number one another, show number on television. Said, you got yourself another number one hit. A, a hit. You we, talked about that in the neighborhood the last time you came, yeah. and now we fast forward to a few months later, and, and here, here it is. We here going crazy too. Like it's it's the cultural phenomenon that I hoped it would be. You never thought at any moment, like, damn, Big should be on this panel? <laughs> As <laughs> one of the judges. Forget Robin. I, yeah. I, you know Let's what? You would have been good. I put you in movies, though, man. You a movie star. You ain't a TV guy. You're Nick, a movie star. Nick, no disrespect <laughs> to you. But your TV show right now is bigger than a, some of your movies. Yeah, facts. Yeah, right? That's no disrespect. So, I'll take that. Okay, so... 
why you didn't <laughs> call me to be on you the got, panel. You, you, Robin Thicke, I can understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Nicole got, Scherzinger, I can understand. Absolutely. Jeannie McCarthy, I can understand. Oh, yeah. Ken Jeong, I can understand. Yeah. You couldn't just add me into that? Real yeah. talk. There was, I think we might have even called you because what we do, if you notice hmm. this week, uh, okay, here we my go. man Mikel going to be on, on there as one of the guests. We get guests, celebrities, go. and I'm pretty sure we called you to see if you was Look busy. This wording might have even might have. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. sure. I think you don't sound too eyes. sure. You're and lies. when we go to the next show, you want to come like on? Liar. They're always looking for people to come, come on, on? on guest panels. Mm. Yeah. Guest panelists. All righty, Nick. Stop lying. I'm dead ass. Man. Between no, no, you, no, because this Ice is Ice Cube, all you guys no. offer me these fake ass jobs. No, we've done movies. Yeah, I. I don't. I you called like thirty people set. when people. I was like, "Yo, I need you to come down here." Only my friends came, like only, and nobody else returned my phone call. For, we so call, for the, the movie? no, for the mass singer when we were trying because nobody knew what it was. I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I'm doing this new show. I need you Man, to come you be a guest." Definitely didn't call me. Only people who came through: Joe McHale, um, Keenan Hart. I'm uh, Keenan Hart. Keenan Thompson. <laughs> See, you don't even know who came through. <laughs> Look, he's been lying. Yeah, lying. Keenan Thompson and JB Smooth. Right. Let's pull the phone. All my friends definitely didn't call me. I called everybody. No, you didn't. Nobody came down. I'm probably not I your see friend. I see what you're doing. Nah, you're definitely my wow. friend. Nah, man. You're definitely nah. my you ain't friend. I'm because I need stuff from you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. You got your black card on you? I do. Okay, two of cool. them. Okay, cool. There it is. I know braggadocious <laughs> ass. Nick, I got to ask you, man. Um, R. Kelly. Okay. Can, can you separate the music from the person? We, or, have, like, we have to. Right. First of all, we don't know the person. Mm-hmm. I mean, the average individual doesn't. We we allow the media to paint the picture of the person who they are. So, and you know me. I did you see Surviving R. Kelly? I don't trust the media. I saw parts of it. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, I don't trust the media. Is based. On, I'm just. And when I say I don't trust the media, I don't allow the media to control my perception of people. Because just a week before that, everybody was praising them for being the king of R and B. And then because a television show came out, then all of a sudden we're muting them. So we got to make up our minds. You know, to where are we gonna praise this man and call him the king? Or are we gonna mute? Them. So and then, but you can praise up until you get a, more information. There was no new information given out in that documentary. But you know, and I, I, we I, knew every, and that's the thing. As a society, we have been turning a blind eye to this toxic masculinity and this predatorial type of energy from all men. So, like I said, I was the first person to step out. I wrote a, a post and and did a podcast. Was like, I'm I'm gonna apologize. Because I mm-hmm. feel like I am guilty. Right. I am guilty for turning a blind eye, not just to R. Kelly, but to all mm-hmm. men in this industry. Mm-hmm. And, and treating women like second-class citizens has to stop. And because this paradigm shift is occurring, if there's some people who are going to get called to the table, let's all call them to the table. Mm-hmm. And let's not have this selective outrage. So that's why I called out a lot of other individuals whose lawyers, I that. Who, yeah, whose yeah. lawyers start contacting yeah. me. and was like, why, why are your lawyers contacting me if it's not true? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not out here passing out rumors and stuff. I'm yeah. bringing up stuff that y'all forgot about because it's a different time. If we look at the age of the rock star, mm-hmm. if you go back and look mm-hmm. at some of these movies, people, they were doing such horrendous things to young girls and it was praised. The the, the groupies after the shows and what they're doing. And, and like I said, I... I actually was birthed up under that culture so you think to look like oh after the show we gonna go get as many girls as possible and do all this stuff and then once you start putting all of the magnifying glasses on certain individuals you gotta put it on everybody else so going back to Elvis liking 13 year olds you know what I mean Jerry Lewis marrying his 13 year old cousin and, and other people that I often bring up and people were like, oh, well, we don't want to talk about that. Like, no, in the same situation as Kevin Hart got pulled from the Academy when they, for old tweets. Yeah, because you, put, you, you I pulled you up some old sure tweets yeah, on some other, other people. So oh, I'm like, so happy when you did yeah, that. Yeah, so I was like, we can't have selective outrage. So if we're going to call out R. Kelly, we got to start. You're going to have to throw the whole Spotify, Apple Music. You don't have to throw it all away because there's so many individuals on there that have done stuff for generations that they've never apologized for, that they never addressed. So it goes back to that truth and reconciliation. But I did watch the documentary, and, right. and, and man, great points is given. But there were some things in there that I didn't know. Really? As, yeah, because I didn't even. I, and, I'm, and and you feel and again, never defending R. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, and I know that. But, but as someone who knows him personally, everything. If you're gonna if you're gonna do journalism, you got to play both sides. That was a very one sided documentary. the 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 show was called Surviving R. Kelly, like the nigga was a hurricane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is fine, but if that's how you feel and you want to you want to paint this picture of this monster, but 
dig deeper. Go do do your job as journalists to show. And I, I, I like the fact that they touched on, you know, his own childhood mm-hmm. and the abuse that he dealt with. But again, I'm not a judgmental person. So the, all, all I can do is say, yo, I'm praying for all of those victims. I'm praying for him specifically because clearly there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And we like to focus on creating monsters instead of focusing mm-hmm. on these women who actually the, the women who are are truly affected by this and continue to be and we got to stop empowering people to look the other way because that's really what's been happening man i'll take yeah. it i can leave yeah. it right there too there it is. you know what i'm saying yeah because i'm definitely not trying to play <laughs> tennis and get you in a twist or you know you, <laughs> no i, I yeah. understand what you're saying 100 percent. and that's and that's what i said i stepped up and the reason why i can be an ally and an advocate to to groups like times up and and you know whatever other uh women organizations that are going on to help these young girls. And we're just focusing on the one that is attached to a celebrity. But this type of stuff is going on Mm -hmm. all across the world in every corporate building that that we know of. So I I just want to be able to be one of those guys say, I want to speak the truth. I'm guilty of a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. when it comes to not giving women the respect that they should, whether it's in, in my music, in my art. And I want to change. I want to grow. Yeah. But I need mm-hmm. the, the male of this generation needs coaching, needs mm-hmm. needs some education on how to deal with the woman. Because if you look at the past generations, God, the, like everything from giving girls drinks to to get them to relax that you can't do that yeah. you know what mm-hmm. i mean but that's that every movie has done that and taught us that and, every song talks about buying girls drinks yeah. and getting them twisted so that culture has to change if we're going to progress because hello it is your partner big boy interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood introducing neighbor to neighbor a california volunteers network that empowers you to take action contribute to local needs and be a part of something bigger than yourself visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community neighbor to neighbor it takes a neighborhood hello amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals from courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen management concepts optimizes your professional development online in person individually or groups it's training that's measurably better learn more at managementconcepts.com that's managementconcepts.com Otherwise, that's all we know is like, oh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give her a drink until she going. She said no at first. I'm mm-hmm. gonna keep pushing Three these drinks, drinks on her, yeah. and now mm-hmm. she like, that's illegal. And the reality, <laughs> like, the reality is that females grow up very differently because when you guys are getting those lessons, we're getting the lessons of be careful what you wear, watch your drink, yeah. don't let, don't take a drink that someone has that's that you didn't see them pour for you. Hold your keys in your hand when you walk to your car in case someone attacks you and mm-hmm. you can stab. Like those were the lessons that we learned as females to protect ourselves. Yeah. But yet young men aren't we're not being taught. taught. Yeah, being not, taught the less the other side of those lessons. Like big, consent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's you know, I actually was working on a consent app for for quite some time. So I did a lot of research in this mm. space and like big with us being fathers I was of just daughters. About to bring that up. You yeah. know, it, it's it's tough. Like because I didn't have this outlook until I saw my daughter and I'm like, what world mm. is she growing up in? Mm. And because of, you know, and it's even having a son and a daughter. I'm like, oh yeah, my son, he can do whatever he wants. And mm-hmm. then my daughter, I'm like super overprotective. But even that double standard when it starts at at you know mm-hmm. grade school level. I'm dealing with things that I never thought I would have yeah. to deal yeah. with when you're yeah. raising a daughter. And it's it's just sad that women have been treated like second class citizens. Mm-hmm. And this toxic masculinity is embedded in our culture in every way. Like mm-hmm. you can't get around it mm-hmm. to where and, and it's all the way to the White House. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah. It, uh, and then it's stuff like when you see how. Trump has been maneuvering when he owned the pageant and all that mm-hmm. stuff and how he there's there's, there's actual footage of yeah. him like groping on pageant women and we yeah, just man. overlooked all of that but he's like out there on the golf yeah. course and walking into their dressing rooms when they're yeah, when they're Grab half naked uh, and like and bringing we'll say, other businessmen yeah. in like hey you yeah. like that that's what you like like but like, then also yo. says things like oh I'm scared for our young men now instead of saying I also am scared for right, our yeah, females yeah. This, yeah. these things happen yeah, yeah, yeah man. so I mean again like I said the culture is shifting. I love what's going on based off of this paradigm shift of like 
women in power and I believe they should continue to exercise their power and we need to listen to every single woman's story but let's also be truthful and mm-hmm. the more men that step up and say yeah I did some horrible things and I'm sorry and there's some of these rock stars and some of these guys who did uh, do a lot of stuff 20-30 years ago and now they learned they've changed you know mm-hmm. they're no longer on drugs and now they have charities and foundations that help uh, women in, in situations that like the ones they put them in but you know, it has to be more than just a few. We all got to step up. And I do encourage anyone that's listening or watching is listen and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take sound bites. And that's what I I think I saw like three episodes. I fell asleep on four. And then, but but what, from what I saw, it wasn't any new information. So then I'm I'm just talking about from this interview right here. (laughs) Uh, With what you're you're talking about the R. Kelly. No, 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 no. Real talk. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, what they you're definitely saying. gonna chop it up in yeah, you know, yeah. Take, 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 take the whole thing. Take the whole meal, mm-hmm. not just a, not just an entree. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah. I mean, a little sample of something. The mass yeah. singer is going down, man. Who won? There's <laughs> uh, answers here. Uh, you, you almost got me, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you got to keep watching, man. It's exciting. Like you're gonna see the the winner is gonna shock the world. Oh, I can't wait. I have man. some guesses who I think is at least in one of them. Really? Yeah. It, I feel like you guys went behind Jenny's back and got Donnie. That's, I mean, that, that would be fly though, right? <laughs> right. Like, like, where are you going? Oh, nowhere, hon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nowhere, that's her husband. I'm going to go husband. for a run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, keep watching. You might be okay. on to something. Man. <laughs> but you guys say that all the time. I but, know. You know what I'm saying? And, and then there's some people that they'll call out and you're like, man, you really think they're into there? Like, stop it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, Barack Obama. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> Barack, welcome. Like, man. Please. That's season two. That's season two. Man, have you ever been, met Barack Obama? You ever been to the White House? Yeah, yeah. Several times. I mean, I was, uh, like, 2007 we connected before, like, it was even a reality. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just the idea. People like, oh, you should run for president. I had uh, did a couple of community activations with, with him, and then I became a surrogate for his campaign. And I I went through that process of like, oh, this is just a hope and a dream. This is something yeah. fun to be like, yo, this is real. He can win. I remember being uh, in South Carolina with them in like some like broken down motel, like wow. campaigning and like Michelle and, and Barack were like three rooms down. Like, and we were just out there trying to get people. This was, you know, it wasn't even the actual election yet. This was like mm, late 2007. Road, road. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. So like to see that journey up close and personal was pretty dope. And part of that he journey. always showed love. Like he would all he would like you know from his BlackBerry hit me up. Yeah, you know, it, it why <laughs> he was the president. Yeah, and then even uh, myself even. and uh, Michelle uh, Obama, our forever first lady. Hello. We always mm-hmm. do uh, stuff uh, annually for the college students, and she puts this event on that she allows me to host each and every year so oh, i get to see her a couple of times a year too. and speaking so of college cool, you're still attending college yeah man. and what are you okay. going to school for nick Cannon? uh it's a double major uh criminology slash administration of justice why uh because we if i can't just sit here and talk about i'm gonna fix the criminal justice system if i don't really know the criminal justice system mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities get here and we want to when something happens in the news we want to speak on it and i, I didn't want to be that guy no more i was like i want to understand the laws i want to mm-hmm. understand how these police think i want to understand you know the the systemic issues going on in our industrial prison complexes like so mm-hmm. i'm studying all of that and then uh my minor is uh something called strategic legal and management in the school of communication so it all hand it, it's all in, the, in- the, the legal realm and i go to howard university so mm-hmm. i'm on my african-american studies okay. real heavy too so okay. Okay. Oh, man. and yeah. you go back every week every week yeah so. what's that experience like for you uh, I do all my homework on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> like, Getting uh, there on the Russian, plane. Yeah, Procrastinator, last yeah, minute. Last ass. minute like a mug. <laughs> Man. Uh, but not as, it's fun. I mean, mm. it, it, it keeps me in tune, you know what I mean, to be surrounded by all of the young students. But then at the same time, it gives me a different trajectory because I've done quite a bit in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, I feel like my end game uh, is really going to be able to sit back and teach and be yeah. a professor and, and write books, you know, about every aspect that I can. How so. did the other students yeah. t- treat you? Yeah. They used, like, That's when so I was a freshman, it was a big deal. I think everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I kind of, they, they don't bother me. They be focused getting to class. And it's cold in D.C. Like, so do like, you yeah. ever hit like, you uh, and ask you for stuff, though? At like school? Can, yeah, like, can they be on wilding out? Or can or you listen to, to you? I mean, you get a little rally. bit of that, like, in some of my, you know, in the school of C, which is, like, the communications are, like, doing the mm-hmm. everything. People are always asking for jobs in radio. Oh, yeah. 
and <laughs> and TV shows. And I actually there's platforms that I actually do. I, I allow the students with you know uh, an, enough drive to to come rock with me. Oh, really so dope. I got a lot of my uh, Howard University interns on Wildin' Out and my oh, podcast and stuff like that. Nick Cannon's in the neighborhood, man. Yeah, Nick, yeah. I do have to ask you about uh, Travis Scott Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, now you 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 very righteous. You know what I'm saying. You speak <laughs> yeah. out. You've walked away from a lot of mm. things. Yeah. How do you feel about Travis Scott doing the Super Bowl? Travis Scott and Big Boy from Outcast doing the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think for the city of Atlanta, uh, I wish they would have been able to 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 put together a real tribute for what music has, mm-hmm. like all, everything that's come out. Like if they out really wanted to pay respect so when it comes to like big boy i mean i would have loved to see outcast and right, even jd right. i knew he was trying to put some stuff together but just the nfl has such a stigma on it right now because of colin's situation and it's the idea of the 40 million dollar slave if you haven't read that book check that out uh but it's it's the concept of you know why aren't there any black owners why mm-hmm. you know why uh are we allow for these guys who get paid very well and we don't want to take nothing away from them. I love the sport, but I can't sit there and continue to support something that's just going to turn a blind eye and not speak up to that. So the fact that Travis somehow I'm, I'm hoping it's true i mean i'm sensing some spin i always look for the spin mm-hmm. but i'm hoping that you know he does get them to donate to the right causes. Right. The uh, 500,000 the 500,000 and you know, let's not get that. That not. Let's not think that's all that's being exchanged there. He probably getting a bag too. But the fact that they can give half a million dollars to, in, 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 hopefully he makes some type of statement mm-hmm. with this because I was kind of over the halftime shows when uh, Justin Timberlake pulled Janet's titty Jan- out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and she took, she and took she the, took the fall, and he yeah. got the skate. Like Pete, that's when I knew something faulty was going on with with the whole organization because, uh, for us to again. Have that disrespect for a woman mm-hmm. and as as well as a black woman. And then for, you know, Justin to be able to just skate off and not to bring that type of stuff up. Because right. now I know I'm getting, why you got to hate on Justin? It's not that. It was more of the system yeah. of how we were allowed to demean one individual but not the other. So just that, just I've always kind of, since then, I, I never rock with the, the half. I probably show. know the answer to this anyway. But if they did call you to do the Super Bowl, would you do it? Nah, nah, I couldn't do that, especially today. You know what I mean? And, and that there's times where, you know, I was employed to do, you know, things with the Super Bowl. And even, you know, it, obviously it wasn't where the climate is now. But even then, I was still a little reluctant just because I'm like, man, this, this isn't I, I feel used. I feel like I don't have the power. And I'm one of those people who's such a control freak that when I feel like somebody's bossing me because they feel like this event is bigger than me, I kind of step away. Mm. I heard that. Yeah. If you have you ever had any conversation with Travis Scott? Have y'all? Yeah, but not a not not a real conversation. That's what to me what I I feel bad for because a lot of times these young kids and and even myself included, we get in front of these mics and we say what we think we should say mm-hmm. opposed to how we truly feel, and you get asked a question. Uh, about something like this, a topic like this, and you you haven't researched it uh, enough, mm-hmm. or you know, Travis has said some things in the media, just you know, talking about some pretty serious issues, and you could just tell he just wasn't fully aware, right? But right, he wanted right. to sound intelligent, and he wanted to say the right things, and he went, he didn't want to just follow uh, protocol or say what you know sound bites that he heard before, and he and we get caught in these situations because these mics turn on and we don't know the power of our voices and mm-hmm. we say something and, and a lot of communities are, are are hurt because of some of the things that we say. So I I don't judge Travis uh, for his decision of being a part of it or anything that he said in the past because the t- few times I have been in in his presence, a smart brother, mm-hmm. and you know he, he chasing that bag right now as he should, and you know sometimes a lot of those things get in the way of you know actually making those decisions based off of your your spirit. Nick Cannon, what what's your end game? Because it seemed like you working on something. We seeing you work over here, yeah, but you building something over here. Yeah, I mean honestly, when I look at you know, some of the OGs that I've had an opportunity to sit with, they showed me how to do it. So everyone from Quincy Jones to Dick Gregory to Harry Belafonte, when these guys are truly activists but still shifted culture. So mm-hmm. that's why I went back to school to where I was like, all right, if I'm going to be able to hear to, and, and speak about things that I, I feel or have an intellectual component to it i want to be rooted in it i don't want to just be talking and be like oh yeah i heard this and heard this i want to be able to mm-hmm. sit down and write books i want to sit down and say i did this research in the world of criminology 
personally. I went into the prison systems. I went in and did the things in police departments. So when I'm out there on the front line battling these individuals, I'm doing it in a real way and I'm shifting culture. Why so, take that on? Uh, when it's so easy, it's much easier I, I think it's about the legacy. Can. I think it goes on to like, you know, and that's why I said if you really want the real answer, like, you know, those few times where, you know, I've 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 kind of looked death in the face, whether it's from, you know, lupus or just mm. different situations where like, man, tomorrow really ain't promised. Or as you say, tonight ain't promised. Yeah. The I, I was like, I gotta do more. You know what I mean? I gotta make sure that my presence is felt. So and and it starts with my community. Mm. Nick, you recently got people mad in their feelings because Uh you said that you can out-rap 90% of rappers right now, including Will Smith. That happened here. That's when I first said it. And then we started rapping. It did. That's when I first said it. And then we did the freestyle. I I think we brought it up after. But anyway, if you want to say it started here, we're taking it. I mean, I thought it was. I remember you said that. But I mean, I do. It was during the time because that's. Okay, this is what. I'm I'm a great salesman. Okay. And when Wildin' Out is revving up and I come to different places and I say things like that, one, to get all of those people riled up because. Wildin' Out is a battle show, and that's I want individuals like Will Smith, Drake, Drake. and all. And I three have stacks. I ha- three stacks. I have private conversations with them over mm-hmm. the years about this, and they don't want no smoke at right. the end of the day. Do you but really you- think you can get them though? Absolutely, right? Do Explain you think- because it's my show for one. But again, the, you know who are great freestylers though? Cats like like Will Smith, mm-hmm. like Ludacris, mm-hmm. like Andre Three Thousand. These are guys that they don't do it in public often but I've seen them all freestyle and we clearly know they're talented but I do this every day right so you you're saying people- in freestyle yeah that's okay. all I mean yeah that's and that's all I was talking about I was like yo hip hop fundamentals mm-hmm. one MC going back and forth against another MC I'll take them out. That's what, and that's and I, and not only because one, I got the best battle rappers on my squad. So so we 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 in the dojo every day getting nice, like where and <laughs> and and then the aspect of like, yo, I'm just too witty for this. I've been through this. Is what I do. Do you think a lot of people just underestimate your skills when it comes to this? I don't even think people are actually really paying attention. It's the it's yeah. the media propaganda again. I built something up where I allow people to make fun of me as yeah. a musician, mm-hmm. but I did. I built that. I mm-hmm. made that's like that's like one apprentice Jedi. Mind tricks. It's like, yo, I'm gonna let people make fun of fun of me while I'm still selling you all this. I make every beat on Wild and Out. I write half of those jokes that right. people are saying yeah. about me it, because they don't have nothing to say. So I'm like, ah, yeah, say this about me, and then I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say something like this. So, so, but I well, do I wrote that. My own lines when I win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's why you got <laughs> squashed. You crazy? I won. What are you talking uh, about? But oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, nah, no, nah, freestyle. I can get down on. You, you're a great freestyle. Yeah. A lot of people. Even being in the form of radio, you got to be able to improv and be quick Definitely. on your feet. So this doing this every day is one of those things where you, it just builds up a different muscle. That's all mm-hmm. I was saying. Like, if you notice, I never said, like, I could outsell them. Right. Or I got better songs. Better and I said, yo, I could rap better than those dudes. And to me, it was really I was shooting shots at Will Smith because that's like my big homie. Love the flag. <laughs> but, but people honestly, like, have never like that dude's freestyle game yeah. is crazy. Like, he's like, he can just start rapping about anything thing and just go but he doesn't get a chance to show people that anymore well bring him in here then i'm trying first i gotta bring him to my show (laughs) (laughs) he might be the peacock (laughs) he might be (laughs) he might be nick you got any new tattoos since the last time we saw uh no not nothing new i need to get one i need to get uh, should we go face tats no No, don't go face tats. i got neck tats that's fine do do the networks trip off of you with at this level, I think I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Really? You know what I mean? But I don't do anything stupid. Because even like when we did, you know, our movie that she bought, that'll be out soon. I didn't have the neck tattoo and I had to do some reshoots and they had to cover it up. And that process was... It's a mess, huh? Yeah. So I don't think I'm going to get anything more above the neck because just I don't want to have to do that and sit what's in those so, extra what's hours. What's on your neck? Uh, it says lonesome. Uh, for Aww, <laughs> so lonely. Why, why, why lonesome? See, this is to get that Exactly. Get that reaction. Yeah, so man. Well, well, so you probably lonely. left something in the bed to come here <laughs> this morning. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, hey, man. You right. You right. You know what I'm saying? Nah, funny enough, though, because it does get that reaction. But the real reason people don't know, 
Uh, my grandfather who passed away, that was his name. That was his street Aww. name. Was Lonesome. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You so, still get the awe. But I still right? get the awe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So now I did that as a dedication to him. But uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm trying to get uh, some lips on the other side. Don't do it. Oh. I want the gangster lips. No, but it got, it gotta, no. But it has to be a famous person. Played if it's out. Halle Berry's lips. Man, stop it. Get Mariah's Give Mariah, lips yeah, on you. Mariah's. I already got her name on my back. But I need some new work. Did you cover that? He said Halle Berry, Halle Berry. It's a it's a collage. He's like, but I can still see it, Mariah. You took your shirt off, man. You can still see Mariah. You can still see it. What is it, Mariah? It says Mariah all across the back, like a big gangster tattoo. But now it's like got you know my kids are angels around it. It has like Jesus in the middle. When you actually got the Mariah tattoo, was there any like just even a second where you said? Maybe I shouldn't do that. Nah, look, we still talking about it to this day. Like right. that's how it was amazing. It was, okay. it was, yeah, like it, and to to make that union what it yeah. was. Like obviously, I couldn't buy her anything that she couldn't buy herself. Yeah, right. so I was true. like, yo, I'm gonna brand my entire back to show the world how much I love you, true. and it worked. That is true. Aww. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, and I got Mariah tattooed my name on her back. That's no, in the didn't. tramp stamp area. Yeah. She Stop still it. got a tramp stamp there that say. Cannon on it. It has to be another way to say that, bro. No, but I'm saying that's that's what they call it. And that's like the full on for every other guy. See, now we're going back to this toxic masculinity. (laughs) I'm trying to get away from (laughs) this. (laughs) See what you do? You brought me back into it. We didn't even ask you. I'm sorry, women. I'm sorry. I love my baby mama. You know what I'm saying? We didn't even ask you. I need help. Clearly, I'm trying to tell y'all. You see how quickly y'all had me just relapse? You went there? Yeah. I'm going to I probably have to take this out the show. <laughs> All righty, well, we got Wait, Mr. So, Don't Know How to Hold His Tongue. Yeah. Are you still single? Oh, as a slice of cheese. Really, though? Wow. Well, yeah. sometimes you get cheese in a block. That's true. <laughs> sometimes it comes cheese. in different yeah. packs. Yeah, you know what I'm It's a variety pack. I am very single. When's the last time you smashed then? Man, big. This is these are the answer common, the question. Wow, these are horrible toxic nah, masculinity just type of conversations. No, no, I'm when just I, saying. When is the last time you had sex with myself? This morning. Hold on, hold on. In the shower. I'm done with it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it hard for you to go out on dates? Do you date? Don't laugh off of this. I do. I date, but I don't go on dates. Like you don't wait. So you mess around. Wait, hold on. You don't go on dates. Like you don't go take women out to dinner. But you no. But see, like I rather I rather use dinner because see to me like I don't go out to dinner to get to know someone like okay. dinner is something with a group of friends that i know and True. i own a couple of restaurants so it's like it's more of a gathering type Showing of thing again i got a stunt so so <laughs> up, but that's my process you know what okay. i mean i don't i don't want to get to know somebody over a meal that's true so, so what do you do but i will take people to dinner but it's usually people that i know like it's not like so a, how do you get to know I don't, somebody? that's what i don't do I, I don't, don't I don't meet people for the first time. I don't slide into DMs. I don't do that. Like the people that I interact with usually are people that have been in my life for quite some time. So I don't date like mm. that. I don't. No I, new no, yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> met, I don't know the last time I met somebody new and like like oh we should date. Like is there is years. there a trust issue? Definitely of, a trust issue. Yeah. I have huge trust issues in that space of one. I don't know why these people want. To, to get to know me, mm-hmm. you know, like I got enough friends. I don't, re- you know, it, it gets sure. a real, it gets real weird. So I don't really want to meet new people like that. But I mean, I don't I ha- if it ha- it happens, like organically, you, yeah, through business and stuff, yeah. you are people like, oh, this person, you should get to know this person. But it's never like I'm not looking to date anybody. Well, it's gonna be hard for you to have other kids. It's gonna be okay. Man. But I still got okay. people I know. Maybe, I'm lonesome. Maybe that whole lonesome <laughs> thing about your grandfather was fake. Yeah, yeah. I'm truly lonesome. Yeah. I you got lonesome on your neck, got yep. broken heart on your arm. Exactly. You know, back. Back. Bro, I'm just, wounded, man. Yeah. I'm so trying to build wounded. myself so back. wounded. Yeah. I'm gonna fix you. I feel down so the line of hot chicks you've been with. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. No more toxic masculinity, bitch. Yeah, please. Thank you. Thank you. Don't bring it in here anymore. Alrighty, yeah. Hey, Cannon, thank you for coming thank into the you. Man, I appreciate Once again, you, man. Congratulations on your number one show. Thank you, Mass your Singer. Number one show, The Mass Singer. Mm, yeah. Before we do get you out of here, man, uh-huh. um, you do a lot. I do. You know what I'm saying? You do a lot. And yeah. and there was a teacher. Now, teachers on in LA, they're on strike right now. Yeah. But there was a teacher that that I had a chance to meet. Okay. And 
this teacher has a story. Yeah. And I don't know how public you guys did. It went yeah, with we it. went, it went yeah, all the way. But a lot, even people in this room, people that's listening don't know yeah. what you did. But this guy, and I, I met the guy. Yeah. And you helped. Presence. You helped with this situation. Yeah, I appreciate but, it. But I didn't even know who I was meeting. Oh, I wow. just happened to be at Universal City Nissan. They was like, oh, that's the teacher right there. Yeah. Then when he told me his story. Yeah. Teacher man. that was riding a bike to school. like Walking miles, yeah, catching like buses. Three, four, yeah. Right, wow. Riding a bike, walking, um, special ed teacher, yeah. buying wow. things from his out of his pocket. students love him. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like really taking care of his students. Looking at um, eviction, b- broke everything. You know what I'm saying? And He's Nick, a Yeah, he lost his mom. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he still had to go to work the next day. <sighs> Just to pay lost his mom, money. and if I'm not mistaken, I think his brother he yeah. had lost. He lost like a lot of people, yeah, to back losses, <sighs> right? And this was still, all like right before Christmas, and <sighs> still had to go to work, still riding his bike, walking, taking buses, and Nick went and bought this man a car. <gasps> yeah. Luckily, Big hooked me up with the people at University City. Yeah, but they didn't Nissan. give it to you for free. Yeah, though, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I had to still yeah. buy it, but they... <laughs> yeah. but I just it was, don't know where he can buy it at. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. But it was still love, you know, and, and to be able to, to... It was called Incredible Blessings, and that's what I like to do on my social media quite often is, you know, give people opportunities. And, you know, as I'm gearing up for, you know, my late night show, I just wanted to do stuff that really connected me to the community mm-hmm. and meet people like that. And that's what happened. You know, they, they, the kids at the school call him Mr. Tigger, but it's my yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's how jovial you gotta he is. So you got to see him to understand the Yeah, joke yeah. Too. But it, uh, my man Ty, he was so appreciative. Uh, oh. And it, it came off. I mean, I, I want it to be sincere because you always get, and there's that argument of like, yo, you got the cameras on, so yeah. is it real, are you really doing it for the right reasons? But I really wanted to step back and say, all right, well, we're going to make content anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's do it in a way that it actually provides for individuals. Yeah, in and it really had touched him. And, and yeah. even if it was cameras there and everything, I remember I was doing a Mother's Day event. Yeah. And you were leaving yeah. out of town. Yeah. He came to my house and wrote me a check. To take care of mothers that he Aww. never knew. Yeah. He didn't come to the event. Yeah. We didn't say cameras. We didn't do it on air. He didn't even say big. How many mothers? Where is it going to be? He just knew what it was. Mm. Cut the check and bounced. Yeah. You That's know what awesome. I'm saying? So whatever you do on camera, yeah. it's still the same feeling that the person is getting. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I know so many things that you do. Too much away. is given, much is required. Now, I was taught that as a, as a young kid. And now that, you know, I've been blessed to be a blessing, I'm, I got to keep giving. Mm-hmm. Man, all righty, Nick. Well, thank you for yep. coming into the neighborhood. Yeah, appreciate you. Nick Cannon in the neighborhood, Big Boy's Big Neighborhood. Boy. Uh, real quick nice. tease, three, two, one. Big Boy's Big Neighborhood. Boy. Nick Cannon will be in the neighborhood. Nick, I don't know why you came up here today. <laughs> I know, because you always give me a trouble. I'm a change man, yeah, Nick. You, sure. You, I'm yeah. a change man. Let's uh-huh. see what kind of trouble he gets himself into today. <laughs> y'all stick around, y'all radios. We got Nick Cannon in the neighborhood, Big Boy's Big Neighborhood. Boy. The future of business will be powered by next-generation networks. AI, machine learning, cloud, and edge computing all require reliable connectivity where and when you need it. T-Mobile for Business has invested nearly $30 billion to build the only nationwide 5G network. It also reaches farther than just high-density neighborhoods and goes into the communities where businesses actually operate. A 5G-capable device is required and coverage isn't available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. Go to T-MobileForBusiness.com to learn more. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.